Good morning. My name's Mary. Like Valerie, I don't usually do this either. But this morning, I just want to talk to you about an experience I've had recently. As we enter the season of Advent, waiting for the Christ child, I find myself thinking about the many descriptions and images of Jesus that occur throughout the Old and New Testaments. Some are prophetic, some are descriptive, some are names which Jesus used to describe himself. There are so many that we're all able to find one or more which resonates with us personally. The image which has been most vivid to me over the past few years has been the description of Jesus as the Lamb of God. I grew up on a hill farm in the Highlands, as you can probably guess, where there were lots of sheep. I watched lambs being born. I was allowed to bottle feed the orphan lambs. I saw them being dipped and clipped and sent off to market or even the abattoir. So they were a familiar part of my life. About four years ago, I went on a silent retreat in the Brecon Beacons. I had a cabin to myself, and right outside my glass door, there was a narrow pathway with a, with a fence. Next to the fence, on the other side, there was a flock of sheep. So I felt very much at home. The second day I was there, about four o'clock in the afternoon, one sheep left the flock and came and settled down right close to the fence opposite my glass door. He was there all evening. When I went to bed, he was still there. And when I opened the curtains the next morning, he was still there. He looked up, as much to say, oh, there you are, and then walked off to join the flock. I felt really moved because it was as if he'd been keeping watch over me all night. Next evening, the same thing happened. And when I opened the curtains the next morning, and saw him still there, I was really totally overwhelmed. Because I knew, when you're on a spiritual silent retreat, you kind of know these things. I knew it was God's way of telling me that he was close to me and always would be. He didn't come the next night, the sheep. Probably because I had learned what God wanted to teach me. But the image is still very important and helpful to me today. And in those times when, you know, you get times when you feel really far off from God and you think, is he really there? I can just shut my eyes and see that sheep nestled down by that fence. And I know that God hasn't moved. I've moved and I need to get back to get close to him again. So what's this got to do with Jesus coming to Christmas and what it means to us? 
Right at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, John the Baptist saw him approaching and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. At that moment, John recognized Jesus and knew why he had come. His statement must have been quite shocking to those who heard it, as they were familiar with lambs being ritually killed as a way of people receiving forgiveness. Jesus' birth was a world-changing event. Even though it seemed very low-key to be born in a stable, but there were choirs of angels, there were shepherds who came and worshipped, there were wise men who came a very long distance to offer him precious gifts. Jesus was God's gift to the world. In John 3.16 we read, God so loved the world that he gave as a gift his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. It was the costliest of gifts because Jesus came to die as the sacrificial lamb in order for the relationship between us and God to be restored. When we exchange gifts we people we love at Christmas, there's a giving and there's a receiving. God gave the gift of his one and only son. So what can we give him in return? In that same verse, we find the answer. God gave us his son, and he simply wants us to believe who Jesus is and to accept the gift of life he offers the gift that Valerie has described of life in all its fullness. That's it, just believe, and we will have a never-ending relationship with God, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It sounds so simple, but actually it isn't, because the magnitude of the gift seems to make it difficult to accept. When we exchange gifts at Christmas, we get pleasure from seeing the pleasure we have given to our families and loved ones. We have to accept the gifts they've given us, open them, and show our pleasure and our delight. Sometimes it's quite hard, but mostly we show our delight at what we've received. And these gifts are there for us to enjoy, not just for that moment, but to go on enjoying. It would be very sad if we packed up our gifts and put them back in the loft along with the rest of the Christmas decorations. The gift of Jesus at Christmas is a gift for life, for life that's endless because the Lamb of God paid the ultimate price for our forgiveness and redemption. And it was inspired by the love that God has for us. 
As Graham Kendrick put it, such love, pure as the whitest snow, such love weeps for the shame I know. Such love paying the debt I owe. Oh Jesus, such love. There are words coming up on the screen, which are descriptions or images of Jesus which can be found in the Old and New Testaments. I would like you to just to sit with that list for a few minutes. And is there one there that jumps out at you that says, well, that makes sense to me. And in the quiet, focus on the one which would be most helpful to tell you what Jesus means for you coming at Christmas. Christmas. 